What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Shonen Boys podcast with an I at the end. I'm your lovely host, Cloudy J, or Jira, as I like to be called in real life. And today I have with me my brother in arms in this Shonen Boy world, Dennis the Menace, or should I say Porcus D. Dennis. Yeah, thank you for introducing me. Sorry it's been uh, a little bit longer than we expected of a break. Yeah. Things in real life, and we couldn't really, couldn't really record anything. But uh, we're back now, and we're going to be talking about... The Hunter x Hunters Tournament Arc, or should I say Heaven's Arena. Pretty badass name, not going to lie. Yeah, it is a pretty cool name, actually, you know, and considering it just stretches up into the sky, it really makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, it's a so- tournament. Sorry for hold on a sec, Dennis. Uh, like with tournament arcs, like in anime in, in general, like it's a pr- it's like a common cliche slash trope. It's like the most popular trope. And I uh, have mixed feelings on it. On the one hand, I really like it, but like on the other hand, it can just get a little bit boring. Personally, I'm a big uh my the my my favorite trope in anime is, in anime is the underdog arc. I mean, underdog trope. It's my it's my favorite because uh how personal it is. But yeah, you know, it's my bread and butter. Uh, well, my opinion on tournament arcs is that it's like it kind of gives the viewers what they want. You know, it's like we we see a bunch of cool characters and like how they fight, and then. And this is like their a uh, uh, perfect opportunity for them to like to all fight, and we see who's like the strongest. And we kind of get like a sense of things here, and um, and the Hunter X Hunter uh, uh, Heaven's Arena arc does this perfectly. And not only that, but um, in this arc, we also get introduced to the power system. So it just kind of all goes hand in hand, in my opinion. It's uh, done really cleanly. True that. And uh, to add on to what you're saying, the power system in Hunter X Hunter is so damn good. Like, oh my god, like, show, like I'm surprised in Shonen we were able to have, like, a really consistent power system that was based on strategy and outsmarting your opponent. Because mostly in Shonen, you'll just have, like, the bullcrap uh, stronger-than-you type power levels. Like, I can destroy this moon with one hand! What can you do, kid? You can just get... Uh... I can destroy the universe with Pinky. <laughs> huh. Uh, I can destroy the universe... And I also, I'm the it. son of God. Son of God. Yes. Huh? And, and and so on and so forth. And then also uh and then also they are also like a son of a god and like you know, it, it just gets crazy that way, It just you know? gets out of control and it can just get ugh, annoying and can just ruin like the experience. But Hunter X Hunter and a certain anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventures handles handles the power escalation power escalation really well. Like I gotta say, I just love okay. To just go to JoJo's first, like JoJo's has a similar power system to Nen. Uh, sorry, did I spoil the power system? Did you want to, you know, like give up like a really great introduction by saying it? No, no, no. You can, you can go on. All right, go on and explain. All right, cool. So, like with JoJo's power system, it's similar to Nen in a way, but like it's a lot, it's a bit, it's a lot different too. Like it's, it's like the core idea is outsmarting your opponent with like strategy. And like you know all that, but JoJo's it just gets like crazier and crazier, and just it actually makes sense in a way, its own bizarre way. And I just love JoJo's power system. So yeah, but Nen is great. Like everyone says, Nen is like the best Shonen power system, and I actually wouldn't argue with them. Besides, like you know, stating that JoJo's is better, but like you know, like tomato tomato, it's like it's personal taste. But Nen is still awesome. So yeah. 
Are you saying Jen isn't your favorite power system? Oh, shut up, Mr. I haven't seen JoJo's. You would know what I mean. I can't believe you said that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look it up. The, the, like, people praise JoJo's power system if you were in the JoJo community like me. Uh, well, anyway, back to the Hunter <laughs> x Hunter conversation yeah. with a clearly superior uh, power system. So ignorant. Ignorance bliss. But, but um, uh, the arc begins with um, Gon and Kilua, uh thinking about how to beat Hisoka. And Gon's idea is, uh, well, I'm just going to play with toys and then hopefully I'll be able to punch him one day. <laughs> but Kilua is... Uh, is a little bit smarter, and he's like, "Yo, go on. You're like super weak, bro. Uh, we gotta train." And and then and then they're like, "Hmm. So so where do we train?" And so their idea was they're gonna sell themselves to a corporation uh, to fight for money. And that uh, and that and that thing is uh, Heaven's Arena. Heaven's Arena is where they go, and it's basically just a giant skyscraper with a bunch of floors. And the higher up you go, the stronger that your opponents are. So kind of a really cool concept. You it know, really is, like- yeah. I feel like we should do something like that in like, real life. You know, imagine. Yeah, imagine. That, that actually, mm, yeah, that would be actually really dope. But I don't think like people have the time or the money to like build that kind of stuff. You know, because like I feel like I feel like in the real world, um, uh, you're kind of underestimating how much money people are willing to pay to see others fight. Yeah, I know, I know. I've oh, seen, bo- I've seen. Like, boxes. I feel like something like this, you could see of all levels, and you can see like someone like, uh, uh get stronger and like as we move from floor to floor it's it's a cool concept and i feel like it really could be used as a good business model but could, i mean but alas, like, it's yeah, an anime yeah <laughs> it's just an anime where nothing can happen in real life unless it's live action but we don't talk about live action anime because they're all shit if i become a billionaire i will build heaven's arena in real life mark my words okay i'll mark <laughs> your words and then i'll be your uh manager what? Uh, no, you can be like, <laughs> no, be like the no, no, I'll, I'll be get, the manager I'll... of the fights. Just like give you give the commentary because I have such a beautiful voice. I can like commentate on what's happening. Give some quick, no, some no, witty no, jokes. No, you can be like you, you can like uh, you can like uh, mop the floors after like a uh, guy gets knocked out. Oh fuck you! You just think I amount to that? Wow, some friend you are, and you are <laughs> some friend you are. My, how could you do that to me? How can you do that to me, bro? I am a fellow shonen boy. You should treat me with respect. I am older than you. I am your elder. Uh, I am treating you with respect. It's, it's very important. Uh, yeah, mopping the floors is such a worthy job of uh, establishment. No. But anyway, uh, Dennis, don't you want to talk about Hizuka, your favorite uh, character? And like, if you say it, and who you think is, <laughs> you think is like Gon's real dad? Uh, yeah. Uh, but before we get to Hizuka, there uh, surprisingly there is a different character that we uh, meet and that I'm kind of really interested in because we uh, we really don't get that much of him, but he does have a lot of potential, and that character is Zushi. Um. Uh, we for uh, uh, we uh, we meet him on like the 50th floor, I believe, first time, and uh, he even fights against Killa. And even though Killa is like way stronger, like he isn't able to knock Zushi out. Zushi is able to get up every single time that Killa knocks him down, and that's kind of where we see uh, Nen even used for first time 
because that's what uh, Zushi used to withstand Killua's blows and not get knocked out. But it's just he Zushi is so interesting, you know, because he has his master wing and um, who teaches him then. But it's like it's not clear where he came from or like why he's there. And I mean, yeah, I mean he's training, but he could train without having Zarina, you know. He's just showed up there, I guess. I mean, that's true. I mean. Uh, I have mixed feelings on Zushi. He kind of gives me some Rock Lee vibes in the way, like, he trains a lot and all that kind of stuff. But he just doesn't have the charm as, like, Rock Lee. Like, Zushi's okay. He's, like, I don't know how to describe him. He's just, like, wasted potential. And you can say Rock Lee was, too. But at least Rock Lee had more of a personality than Zushi in a way, really. Zushi was, like, the cute kid who just kind of an idiot sometimes. So, you know. And, like, I really did like his relationship with uh, Wing. Wing is a cool character, and like I feel sorry for. Uh, Are you questioning that he's a cool character? No, like, like he. I mean, he did teach the guys men, so that kind of counts as something. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. He helps show the Gon and Killua and us as the audience what the hell men is. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the only reason that he does is because when um, Gon and Killua get to the two hundred four. We see my favorite character, Hisoka. Oh my god. Who uses. <laughs> it was so creepy when he. Like, what was he doing sitting there? Like, he was just, like, in that kind of position. What, I, okay, what's up with Hunter x Hunter characters, like, sitting down like that, just having their arms resting on their leg? They just, like, look at the person, like, with a death stare. Like, what the hell's up with that, bruh? I mean. It's just how it be, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, whatever. Uh, go back to your Hizuka appreciation moment. Go, go. Well, uh, well, he's sitting there, and he and he uses Nan. Um, well, well uh, a principle of Nan, uh, in order to be like, no, you're not allowed to go here until you learn, and until you learn Nan, and and I mean, and it's kind of interesting because. Uh, we see it both in Zushi and in Hisoka, and then even later Wing is that um, uh, Nan um, all have the same effect that like we saw that Ilami produced on uh, Kilo uh, back in uh, back in the exam work. It's, it's it's just an interesting connection, and and it's I don't know. I find I, I found that like cool. Was like instantly see uh, how the dots align there and there. Um, and I agree. Yeah. Through and by throwing uh, Kilo and Gon off a bridge into the into the water, uh, they were able to swim somehow um, and, and and unlock. And then and then don't question anime. Any... Don't question anime. And then without it's... any training, they just they just were affected by the the, the thing and but the Hisoka Nen anymore, and so they just walked up to the fool. And they were like, ha, huh, we're here now. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I, that was kind of forced for me. Okay, to be fair, though, no, to be fair with um, Kilowog, he had a lot of training with electricity. So it made sense how he was able to master electricity then. So, like, it actually makes sense. No, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about um, how they initially unlocked, like, Banana and were able to walk to the 200th floor. Oh, like, my God. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I mean, yeah. I don't know, like, Maybe it just has to do with the potential because Wing did sense a lot of potential from them because, like, that's why he decided to train them. He wouldn't train them if he didn't know there was potential from them. So it made sense, at least to me. But I he can just see wants how... to get on the bandwagon. Huh? Uh, Wing just wants to train a very talented student 
So, so then uh, when the student becomes world famous, he'll be like, ha, I trained that guy. It's just, you know, hey, bro, he's not actually. A band- did you just say I was on the bandwagon? No, I, t- I said Wing was on the bandwagon. Oh, my bad. Bro, you need to speak he just searches, he searches for very strong students to teach uh, Nen. And when they get super powerful, he'll be like, yeah, yeah I taught him. Yeah. Bruh, but like, it's like when, okay, here's, what, here's what's funny. It's like he doesn't care about Zushi, and it's like, oh, get the fuck out of here, kid. I'm going to train these guys. They're a lot better than you. And then, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to train these guys, and then I'll get the credit for that. You know what? It's kind of funny if you think about it like that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, Wing, it, Wing isn't of the best guy in, out there. You know, he's just search, he's just searching for a, uh, a road to fame because, you know, I mean, I don't know. That'd be, that's, that's kind of not true. Not. I mean, he does care about his students. I mean, that's what, like, he does in a way, even though he's kind of too Only if they have lots of potential, which, if you think about it, is kind of the way Hisoka thinks. If they have a lot of potential, he leaves them alive. And in Wing's case, if they have a lot of potential, he's willing to train them. If they don't, then he won't, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, Zing. I mean, <laughs> Wing and Hisoka, I guess you could say, are the same coin, I guess. In a way, like, okay, they're just the like, coin. they're like water and ice. I mean, they're, they're like fire and ice. In the way, like, Hisoka takes extremes to get people to find their potential, while Wing is more calm and patient about it, you know? Are you sure about that? He did, uh, he did uh, attack them with Nen in order to unlock there now. Well, I mean, like, at least he didn't punch go in the face and then slap him bitch style like Kizuka did in the Hunter exam. I mean, he would have. That's what it took. But he didn't. That's that's what matters. I mean, I think you're missing the point here that Wing is just as a terrible of a person as Hisoka is. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. At least freaking Wing didn't choke the shit out of Gon or, or Killua or Zushi. Like, bro, he actually cares about his students. Unlike Hisoka, who tries to kill people in order to, to get them to, like, let out their um, their Nen potential. See, see, uh, Hisoka actually broke the fourth wall. When you think about it, if you put the main character in life-threatening situations, they will go through a power spike. And that's, and that's so not Hisuka always true. Hisoka is using this cliche to his advantage, bro. But like, you you don't mur- you don't try to murder somebody. It just makes you look like a bad person. It's like me. If I'm, like, in an anime, right, and I just, like, beat the shit out of a main character just saying, look at your potential, kid. Come on, bro. Come on. I, I'm just I'm just a bad person, bro. No. I, if I no, lay you're... my hand on a freaking 12-year-old kid expecting him to release his power, that's just messed up, bro. Bro. Not if you know what you're doing. I love I love how you're defending Hizuka, Mr. Hizuka Simp. <laughs> <laughs> you pedophile simp. <laughs> I love bullying your love for Hizuka, Dennis. I hope you know that. I love it. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. Uh, now let's let's talk about um of uh, the fights that we see um uh, other than uh of that that brief interaction with Hizuka, because there are obviously other other Nen users on the two hundred floor. One of them being uh Guido uh with his uh Beyblades. And you know he uses the Beyblade to uh, to attack people, and then and then he himself is a Beyblade. It's such um, a lame power, like bro. I don't I don't want Nen to be flashy or anything, but it's just kind of lame, bro. 
see if 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 Guido had like a uh, flying Pegasus and like uh what was uh a few other ones uh uh like a Leon or or like Quetzalcoatl, but you'd be saying something different right now. You know, you'd be like, wow, Guido had such such a cool power because he could control so many cool Beyblades. I kind of yeah, I, I feel mean, bad. I, I just feel bad for watch for like watching Beyblades instead of Yu-Gi-Oh. Because I because Yu-Gi-Oh's remembered much more than Beyblades in a way if you really think about it. I mean like I don't know. I like Beyblades, but bruh, like I really wish I watched Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. Cause like people talk about Yu-Gi-Oh all the time to this day. But you know, at least I'm watching it now. It's good. The dub is like uh you know, it's it's made by four kids, so you know it's gonna be cliche, but it's still good. I like it. And I like the strategy involved, but you know, this is about Yu-Gi-Oh! But uh stupid Beyblades guy, so let's get back to it. Yeah. So um uh this is uh Gon's first fight and uh and he loses, unsurprisingly, because you know, there's only so much where uh so you can only go so far without training, and I mean, Gon uh figures out how to how to move, like and sense things around him, but that doesn't really help him win the fight. And uh, he needs to uh he needs to actually train, uh, to beat Guido. And in in his in the rematch, Gon just completely blitzed him, which I found to be hilarious. It's like, oh wow, uh, my injury that was supposed to take over a month to heal took like two weeks, and then <laughs> that's anime, that's Shonen. Oh, but can we appreciate how, like, I, I like how in the beginning, Gon gets his ass kicked, like, every time. Like, I like that because, like, it makes his, like, uh, victories more um, satisfying, you know? It just, like, makes it more satisfying when he, like, kicks the guy's um, ass again, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have a, f- a few other guys. We have we have um, wheelchair guy. Um, well, I don't know why they have a disabled like fighting in the tournament. That's a bit unfair. All he okay, has. Okay, my thing with him was is that his he uh, he only uses like uh, electricity whips, and the only thing that he actually uses them for was to like roll around in his wheelchair, which I found to be like a huge waste. Like he could have he could have done so much more. Like he probably could have used it on his whips or something and like figured something out. But he had he just completely wasted his potential. What uh, potential? On... He sucked. He just had those little weapons, like like whipping around. And I'm surprised yeah, he they even this... let him have those in the tournament. Like, bro, I thought yeah, like on two on two hundred floor, you could use weapons. That's and bull the crap. thing is, like that's just bull crap. I'll call him BS, bro. Use little whips, those Indiana Jones little whips, bruh. The Indiana Jones whip can do more damage than that stupid electric whip. I'm calling it. It, it you know, the only reason you're saying that is because uh, Kilo isn't affected by electricity. But move, um, but moving past that, I just want to say that my opinion on him being a waste of potential is that uh, um, he used his net only to just propel himself in the wheelchair. You know, he just used it for like aura burst to run uh, to just roll around in the wheelchair quicker. You know, it's like he could have done something else. You know, he didn't have to just use it on on the wheelchair. Bro, I I don't know. Like, I just didn't like the quote unquote minor antagonist in this arc. Because, like, why didn't he just focus on Hizuka and all of that instead of focusing on those lame ass three three mi- uh, minor vin- villains? Honestly, like, there's that one guy with Zushi, huh? Because they harass Zushi. <laughs> Who gives a damn? Kilo just comes in, just scares them to Dang. death. 
He just scares them yeah. to death and just tells them to back the hell off. And then they just do that. What a bunch of pussies, bro. I'm just saying. Okay. First of all, you're being completely emotionless right now towards Zushi. Who we no, I like kind Z- of no, I like Zushi. I like Zushi. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I care about him. But, like, bruh, I just don't like those three. You're villains. going back on your words right now. Well, how have I gone back on my word? You, you, uh, I said, oh, Zushi got harassed, and you're like, oh, who cares? So, anyway, <laughs> no, I mean, who cares Adira, about the villains? I, I mean, like, who cares about the villains, bro? You don't, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Who cares about those villains? I mean, I don't mean to sound heartless to Zushi, but like, bruh, bruh, who cares about those three villains? Like, I don't think anybody would want, um, they would not Will, care. I don't think they want wheel, I don't think fans want wheelchair guy to come back into the show. Or I want Mr. Blade Blades man to come back. Or like that. You know? Yeah, that'd be cool. No, yeah. it, it wouldn't. It, it's just That's... like it'll cause lawsuit against the Blade Blades company. And also, I don't like that. Um, who was up with that guy's eyes? Like <laughs> that no pupils looking ass mother. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that guy was weird as hell. Like, bro. Uh, I mean. I mean, we didn't even get to see his Nen ability, but he had a kind of a cool one with an invisible arm. That's kind of a cool ability, though. Yeah, an invisible arm is, is so dope. I can just use it in a fight whenever I'm just pushing my fist against somebody. That's that's so damn cool. I mean, when you think about it, yeah, you can manipulate it however you want. You could do whatever you want with it, you know? So yeah, yeah, sure. Of, yeah. yeah, sure. Whatever. No <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, wow. Okay. Okay. But the one fight that we really should talk about, which was probably one of the highlights for me, it was even me Castro versus, versus Hisoka. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought we were going to talk about, you know, the other fight, but yeah, this fight was great too. I liked, um, it just shows the, okay, here's what I like about Hisoka. I like how he's not like the strongest character. Oh, excuse me. He's not like the strongest character in the show. He's like kind of like I don't want to see he's a weak villain, but you know what I mean. Like the weak villain tropes. Like uh, think of oh, fuck. I can't even say this guy. Yeah, I'm see my hair. But like I just like the weak villain thing. Like I don't even. I don't want to say he's trope. not weak. No, I know you're not listening. You're not listening. Compared to guys like compare him to guys like Meruim and others. Like he's not the strongest. He, I know. Like I like how he's not the strongest, but he's most strategic. He was able to manipulate uh, Castro into like into like get, like uh, punching him, which led to Castro's death because of his Nan powers. And I really love that about um, Hizuka and his fight with the guy. So yeah, it's a great highlight, and I like how um, a weak. I don't like when a villain's like too overpowered. Sometimes I just like when a villain actually uses strategy to win over like a strong opponent. It's like more engaging, honestly. Yeah, and my thing about this fight was um, I was watching it, and, like, um, I think I, we were kind of carried through, like, Castro's point of view, like, what the hell is going on? Like, this guy just reattached his arm. He was going all out crazy. We we had no idea what was going on at all. And then then afterwards, after we got, like, Nan explained to us, we got to, like, uh, see uh, 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 Hisuka's Nan, we kind of figured out what was going on. It was just and how much thought and effort he actually put into, like, playing off like uh this beautiful i would call it a beautiful performance and like how he pulled it off yeah and like he analyzed him uh and and uh was able to just completely uh 
completely out out skilled Castro, and he was he did it, and he even like sacrificed an arm for it because he knew he was gonna get uh, uh get it reattached by a friend. But like, bro, this man he's a coach. How, so... how much he how, how much he he uh, how like how much of a show he put on? Like he wasn't really trying. Like it seemed like he was. Oh, he got hit. He maybe he was struggling, but uh, it was actually just kind of like a him having fun. Yeah, I know. But like, bro, he's was so smug. He was so smug about when he lost his arm. He was like, "Yo, we good now, bitch." Now that I lost my arm, <laughs> then he just then the Castro just gets so pissed, and which just leads to him dying, bro. Wait, like I forgot how he died. Did he die by cards or? Yeah, he died by cards because um, getting um, killed by cards I... by cards is the biggest oof, bro. Magician cards. Uh, I mean, this cards is an honor. But the thing is, he uh, he's to figure out how to how to tell apart um the clones, and also um we we uh, sh- uh we f- we've seen like our first example of what happens when you uh learn an ability from Barong Nen Affinity, and how it like um and how it makes you like forget how to use the other aspects of Nen, because like um Castro was definitely really talented and all. But like, uh, uh, but he forgot to use like Gyo, so he could have like seen what was going on. But like, uh, and but like, uh, Kilo and Gon learned Gyo really early on, and like, and it just shows that's like you have to like, uh, study your net affinity and not like just go off on a limb. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, true like that. I true that I really like that fight. Oh, but can you talk about he's because lady? No, no. But um, before that. Um, how like you know you're badass when you use your you, when you use your arm that you just lo- that you just like got um that you just got ripped off from you and use it as like a freaking weapon against a guy who did it. You know you're badass when you do that, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and you know you're even cooler if you just hold out your arm and like take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was all thanks to his um elastic then known as bungee gum bungee gum that has the properties of both rubber and gum (laughs) Mm, yes indeed yeah it's a very useful nan ability it's pretty dope um it's not my favorite but i it's really cool and uh we'll talk about my favorite at the end of like uh when we talk about the end of the series honestly oh and just to be clear everyone we're talking about the anime not the manga so we'll be doing this podcast until the chimera and saga so be prepared for that. Uh, no, well, election arc. Huh? It would be. We should probably also cover the election arc. Oh know? yeah! Oh yeah! Almost forgot about that one. Since it has one of my uh, favorite moments from the series. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, uh. Now we need to move on, and um, with uh, a few other big things that happened, we figured out that Hisoka is actually a spider. Yes, you know, and he is the part of the Akoski. I mean, the spider, the Phantom Troop, the ones behind the murder of Sasuke. I mean, Karapika's clan being murdered. Uh, yeah, not cliche at all. Nope. And, and <laughs> uh, a... very super original. Yeah, and, super original. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Hunter Hunter did come out before Naruto, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I this definitely shocked me a little because like uh uh Hisuka uh, said that he was gonna uh, tell Karapika something about like the Phantom Troop like earlier, but um I didn't expect him to be part of the Phantom Troop himself. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised too. Uh, now 
I think we should uh, move on. Not to Hizuka's arm getting reattached, because that's just anime plot BS that we just I mean, need was, to deal it with. It was attached by his lady friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, shut up. She made him pay <laughs> Why? Because you want Hizuka all to yourself? If if she was his lady friend, she would have done it for free. Um, hey, some some girls just like just, just want some money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we move on to the, the big fight. The big the fight, fight we've been all been waiting for. The fight that was which the, is which Naruto is? versus Sas. I mean, Hisoka versus Gon. They're not even yes. comparable. What the um, fuck? It's very comparable indeed. Um, whatever. But um, there was so much build up, so much training, um, so just much for this fight, and we knew so much beating, and we know that <laughs> was most likely still like outmatching Gon here. But um, but we wanted to, but it like definitely showed the progression that uh that Gon made because like um, uh, he actually like uh, he actually you know uh, he made Hisuka like think a little you know like uh what's going on like he's he's kind of strong um and i mean at first uh he uh gon wasn't even able to make hisuka move but he did get a few good exchanges and then uh by using the stone uh the stone plate to cover his movement he was able to actually uh get that punch off on hisuka yep which, going back uh, to was... strategy strategy the most important thing in hunter x hunter and should be used more often in shonen like but, hey what do i know I'm just a show. Lack of gravity. Lack of gravity. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, uh, that stone was falling for a long time, man. Hey, man! No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I bet it's. I bet like to us, it's because the enemy had to slow it down to show like where Gon was and like how things were moving. Like it's it's about slow mo moments. Like even in movies, are you gonna complain how things are really slow when they do the slow mo? It's just part of movies. It's you just realize how fast Gon was if that was even the case? It was just in slow motion. I don't know why I'm complaining about that. It was like to show where Gon was and how he, what he was thinking, you know? It's just insanely fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're complaining about a slow-mo moment. It just seems pointless. I don't know, man. That just that rock, it was hanging in there for a hot minute. Oh my uh, god, that's because it was just a slow mo moment showing us what was happening. If we want to talk about that, we could talk about like how in Dragon Ball, uh, freaking those, uh, like Frieza was talking about, like how the planet was gonna blow up in five fucking minutes, but it felt like fucking ten episodes of that shit. But you know, we, we don't need to talk about that. I just needed to give you an example. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but uh, the fight ended with uh, Gon losing, obviously. Uh, but I mean, he technically um, we got because bo- he got he's because respects, right? That, that counts. No, it's not enough. Um, you know what wasn't uh, enough to like break Gon's skull when he's a uh, literally used a rock. <laughs> he pulled a rock, hits Gon in the head, and I'm surprised Gon didn't have brain damage. Like that looked really. That looked like it really hurt. I mean, Gon had brain damage from the beginning. Wow! Wow! That's really, really fucking mean, Dennis. I don't know, man. He Gon has said some very questionable things, and you know, it just it only makes sense. I thought you. Uh, I thought you were on board with Gon's questionable actions, like during the hundred exam, where he wasn't really affected by people dying in front of his eyes. Yeah, you know, and and you know, it's just like me. You know, sometimes 
sometimes you just tone those things down and out of your yeah, brain. Yeah, you are uh, really a monster. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you uh, stupid robot. Oh, shit, piece of shit but, robot. But, but Gohan did achieve his goal of punching Hisoka in, in his face. And that was so uh, satisfying. Uh, yes, it was. Um, and, and, you know, Hisoka was, was uh, also um, uh, satisfied by the performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, having a little burnt boner. That, that was uh, very interesting. I bet you got your sexual awakening right there, Dennis. <laughs> it actually. Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> I knew and, it. And from there, they um well, there was nothing else for them at Heaven's Arena, so they decided to uh to book it to go uh, from there on out. And um, Zushi continued to train while um while Gon and Kilo continued on their adventures, and that kind of just concludes the whole arc. Um, and and now we're um, going into my favorite, actually ah, debatable, like my um one of my personal favorite um arcs in Honor X Hunter, and one of my favorite arcs in all of Shonen. The New York New Saga. It's actually my least favorite Hunter x Hunter arc. What uh, the but, fuck? Uh, yeah. Might, you... Anyway, uh, uh, moving on from that, what's um, what would you rate this arc out of ten? Heaven's Arena. Um, and, and why? I rank it an eight, uh, eight out of ten. It had some great moments like Gon versus Kilua. That was pretty great. And besides the Hunter x Hunter exam. I mean the hunter, <laughs> the hunter exam. I'd say this is kind of like one of the most underrated arcs in Hunter X Hunter. Honestly, like it was good. Yeah. Like I liked it. Like um, there wasn't that much to cover besides uh, Gon versus like Hizuka and Gon and Kilua learning Nen. Like like you like you heard before, I really didn't like the minor villains. They really sucked, and I get that they were just there to just make Gon look dope but like i've seen villains who do it way better and also who were cool even though they got their asses whooped by the main character so you know yeah um uh for me this arc is a solid nine i really enjoyed um of course I really enjoyed, of course like, the oh my God. i enjoyed the whole arc um i enjoyed the introduction of then and the fights were all very well animated and like uh, very interesting. Yeah. Even like the ones with with, uh, with uh, newbie bullies, like against Kaido and uh, Rival and Sadaso. Uh, I, I enjoyed like all those. Uh, you know, they just kind of should like. My only thing about uh, it is it just seemed like there were only like four guys apart from Gohan and Kilua on the 200th floor, and I kind of was hoping to see like other people, um, like, and just like other non users apart, like maybe like n- n- just. N- just like separate fights of like then users, like yeah, you I mean. not like, even have to do with any plot. Yeah, that's but you know, I mean. kind of like, just it's a bit up. empty. Like, it, like I know, I know, they was all about going and kill while learning about their name. But you know, I don't know. Like, it would be nice to have more then users like Castro to like show how going and kill how going and kill will have a long ways to go. I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, I'd love to. See yeah, personally. yeah. Um, I think that concludes um, everything we have. And uh, wait, wait, wait! Uh, to, we, before we end off this podcast, can we talk about? Um, actually, no, we already did. Uh, Dennis, what's your yeah. favorite um, um, trope in anime? Like, we already talked about a lot about the tournament arc. How you express how it like helps with character moments and all that. And I agree. And the Heaven's Arena arc is a great example of that because we build off. It's like starts to like uh, build upon Gon and Killua's like friendship, and it's really nice to see. So yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I have a specific trope in mind, but um, 
I really did enjoy the uh, the whole uh, tournament thing. Um, yeah, you know my yeah. stance. You know how I love my underdog trope because it's really great and heartwarming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, boy, Mister <laughs> Emotionless Robot. You don't even feel emotion from the main character trying with all his mights. You emotionless robot. You only, the only emotion you feel is a sexual awakening. Get on the cool. <laughs> next week. In front of everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us today on the Shonen Boys podcast. Be sure to listen to this on Spotify and also YouTube. Anyways, YouTube. anyways peace.